Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrew D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome to Dungeons & Drams. Uh, this is where your favorite whiskey tube people get together and play D&D. At least, hopefully, some of your favorite whiskey people. <laughs> so, there's no, there's no bruisal on here, I suppose. But <laughs> You know, actually, he, he seems like the kind of guy, I bet I could drag him on here sometime. Um, anyway. <laughs> Well, let's hop right into this. So Clifton is on vacation this week, uh, so that's fine. And Jason will be along momentarily. Um, so, uh, Ed, what are you drinking tonight? Well, you know, I I don't know. Something made me feel like grabbing something weird tonight. So okay. I've got two things. The first is La U Grand. This is from uh, Crooked Water. It's their French oak finished vodka. Okay. So, oh. Yeah, right. Very That's strange. An, it's a weird I love one. French oak, so I, I but I have yeah. came a picture what that would do to vodka. It basically, it basically just tastes like like the essence of French oak. It's like it just smells like French oak. There's it's mm. yeah. There's well, really vodka is like what you yeah. Isn't vodka what you use to basically get the essence of right a, of something like vanilla or something? You yeah. Just, yeah, so it really is because yeah, you really got no other congeners in there for it to interact with. So you're really just yeah. getting French oak. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one I have for later, this is another weird one. Sterling Reserve. Ooh. This is a Indian spirit whiskey um, with it's a blend of scotch malts and then finest Indian spirits. Not exactly <laughs> sure what that means. I don't know if that's that's cane spirits or grain spirits not sure but yeah that'll be interesting i'm not familiar with that brand i've been i've done quite a bit of uh indian whiskeys on the channel so although i guess if it's just spirits maybe that's not actually a, i would imagine that's not actually a whiskey so. yeah yeah I'm, i don't know we'll see we'll see yeah cool um adriana what are you drinking tonight i am not drinking mouth creek oh, <laughs> wow. i'm just gonna say let me <laughs> Prelude. Even though I'm out of town and I bought Mount Creek while I was here, there was actually like a decent liquor store that I found down downtown of a village. Um, so, but they had the Heaven Hill bottled and bond, which is definitely not in Utah yet. So I, I picked it up with the idea of I wasn't going to open it yet, <laughs> but it has been a rough week, so I opened it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, and it's freaking delicious. I love it. So. Well, good. I'm glad it was worth it, at least, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, open in bottles. Absolutely. So now. Yeah. How, and my mom has agreed to hide it so that her friends don't drink my whiskey again. I was just going to say. Yeah. A bottle here uh -oh. that they fit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. What about, uh, what about you, Bill? Well, so I got to call this out. So Russell B mentioned, uh, he says, isn't grabbing something weird what Novelist did on his mini episode, <laughs> which uh, I'm not going to reference too much tonight because I actually I like the idea of you guys having no idea what happened in Novelist's episode. Um, and I did tell yeah, them in, kind of our in our behind the scenes chat, I, I said, like, hey, don't watch the episode because I think it'd be more fun. Um, but yes, Russell, that's exactly <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So I'm drinking a, a just a beer at the moment from Night Shift Brewing. Uh, Brewing. I have noticed a significant decline in the episodes where I start drinking whiskey um, versus the ones that I drink start switch over to it about midway. Um, 
So when I do make that switch, however, I'm actually I'm, I'm working on killing off some bottles that I don't really ever intend on doing on the whiskey dictionary. So I have uh, this Revenant Oak from Andalusia, uh, Andal- Andalusia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is one that I actually poured myself from the barrel, which was really cool. Uh, so it's uh, let's see, it's 120 proof. So we'll save nice. that one for a little bit <laughs> in case I need cool. some inspiration. <laughs> so, um, OK, uh, let's see. Do you guys have anything that you are doing this upcoming week or anything that you want to highlight? Otherwise, I, I've got I, something I want to point out, but feel free, Andrea. Go ahead. Yes, I, I, point away. I know I always I kind of spring that on you guys. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I have something. It's not this upcoming week, but uh, July, I think 23rd is going to be the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am doing my Alzheimer's fundraiser on Whiskey oh, nice. Mountains. Uh, so there will be bottles people can win. Uh, you can donate anytime before that. And all of it goes to it. Every $5 is an entry. Um, and if anybody's interested in donating a bottle, they can message me on Instagram or email or wherever. Awesome. That's coming in late July. (laughs) Nice. Uh, so once you, once you kind of get that up, I'll share that on the, uh, Dungeons and Dreams channel as well. Try to just filter more people. I I know it was a very successful thing last year. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be great. Nice. Uh, as for me, I am um, I'm recording on somebody's podcast tomorrow called Hardly Focused. Uh, it's a guy I used to work with, actually. And he kind of came to me and he was like, you know, you, you still doing that whiskey thing? I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, I've done that the whole time you've known me in your whole, you know. Um, and he's like, well, because I got this podcast. I was looking through it. They, they've got like they're almost at 600 episodes. They've been around forever. And, cool. um, and I, I believe they're doing weekly episodes. I mean, that's over 10 years. So um Either way, I'm going to be uh, recording for them tomorrow, uh, so I'm I'm excited to do that. I've actually never been on a podcast that wasn't my own, so, <laughs> so Whoa, that's hardly awesome. focused. So I'll probably put a thing up on uh, for that, assuming it goes well. If it's embarrassing, then maybe I won't, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Are you drinking during it, or I, I imagine that I'm going to have to because why wouldn't I? Um, but, sure. you know, luckily I've got a nice microphone, so it might undo some of the, the hurt that I'll be doing in my voice, but we'll see. <laughs> all right are they so, bringing you on to uh, yeah. talk whiskey specifically yes. that's, that's um, the, oh well that, then you gotta be drinking of course i, I feel yeah, like yeah. i've got it and and i've already got my answers ready for all of the classic questions you know what's your favorite whiskey which is you know you guys get it that's one of the hardest questions despite us yeah, no, we're sure. like the most able to answer that question which makes us totally not able to answer that question so yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah once you understand how many options you have it's paralyzing right? totally (laughs) awesome so i'm very much looking forward to that um okay uh let's go ahead and jump into this i think uh jason will be along in probably about five or so minutes so let's go into the recap now i'll say it again uh just if you guys haven't watched uh well actually this is more for the audience if you guys haven't watched novelist's interlude that's not a problem but i'd encourage you to watch it prior to next week's episode All right. So in the last episode of Dungeons and Drams, the group left the Silver Suite Inn on their way to the Bear Hold for some grizzly riding. A dwarf followed them out of the tavern and challenged them to some dice games, of which most people didn't fare too well. None worse than Nobilis. That was until he decided to steal his gold back and was shockingly successful. I believe he rolled a natural 20 on his uh, his sleight of hand. so, continuing on to the bear hold, Anomio and Talin, which actually is nice that you guys are here, uh, you guys made a great showing, both of you finishing with a flourish. Although uh, Talin, 
we'll get to that in a second. After proving your bear but, riding skills, uh, Taniana Fizzle River. Look, the bear riding went well, okay? I did bear, good on that part. The bear riding went fantastic. The <laughs> so, cyborg riding. That was different. That's not my fault. <laughs> so, uh, after proving your bear riding skills, Taniana Fizzle River saw an opportunity to have you show off her new invention, a giant mechanized bear named Piddles. The bear went haywire, the group put it down, Talon almost died, and Thora Ironheart had her arm injured in the event. We return you to our group, injured but victorious. A coupon to the Silver Spindle in the Platinum Weave Quarter is in your hand, and uh, as you guys are kind of like recovering from the fight, Nobilis actually tells you that he's gonna go and uh, practice his other bear riding, and he says he'll catch up with you guys later. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, so have fun. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> so uh, as as you guys are kind of like brushing yourselves off, whatever. So Taniana, if you remember, she kind of ran up and she gave you, Talin, a healing potion to kind of get you up off the ground. She was extremely apologetic. And uh, now she's actually running over to Thora Ironheart. And she she's asking if she's OK. It's very clear that Thora's arm is very injured, but it's hard to tell how bad um, she says she helps uh, Thor up to her feet and she uh, she says uh, come on let's get you to the healers I'll, I'll cover the cost and uh, she helps her up to her feet and um, she looks back at you guys and she says come visit me at the, the glimmering gear works in the platinum weave quarter uh, tomorrow if you'd like I'll, I'll have some ideas that I, I think you could all help me out with um, ask for uh, Elsia you you may have seen her flying through the air earlier that's that's the one to look for Okay, Glimmering Gearworks, um, Elsia. I don't know if I want her her gadgets. <laughs> it's completely up to Sounds you shady. guys. Seems like how well these <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> how much do we get paid? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. All right, so um, <laughs> I mean, the bear yeah. worked pretty well at what it was designed to do. I mean, it's not you know like. In terms of murderous bear stuff, you know. But murder, like your 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 murder thing, shouldn't murder you. Well, that's 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 probably true. Murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So let me ask you guys what what are you thinking about doing? As far as I, I've dropped you over on the uh, Erngor Zuek map here. Um, I have not act. Yeah, no, I put you there. Um, what are you thinking about doing? Where are you thinking about going? It is kind of late. Um, I'll say that that whole event probably took eh, about an hour to an hour and a half between watching some other riders go, you guys riding yourself, the fight uh, and recovery. So at this point, it's probably eight to nine o'clock at night. Um, some of the shops will be closed, but but there is still some activity. You know, this place runs 24 seven. Um, darkness doesn't mean a whole lot in a cave. Sure. Well, yeah, so like the Platinum Weave and the, the Silver Spindle and all that are probably kind of shut down about now, I'm guessing. So uh, maybe. Um, the, the, maybe. Owner, the owner of the Platinum Weave, uh, she was at the event. Um, so I, I would think it probably be likely that it's shut down, but that doesn't mean you can't go visit. You know, it's, it's up to you guys where you want to go. Well, we could save that for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am wondering, just before we went into the bear hold, yes. there was a, a small individual 
uh, was launched flamingly into <laughs> the giant pit, the giant mine shaft. Yes. I would like to go see what was up with, with that. So that, that was actually who Taniana was referencing. She, oh, that's, that's, that, oh, that was yeah. Elsia. Yes. Oh, that was who was flying by. Oh, okay. I was like, all right, wait, wait, wait. Okay. That's what I was just wondering. Is that Elsia? So she was purposely flying into the pit? Potentially. She didn't say. She just said you may have seen her flying through the air earlier. Can we ask uh, Fizzle River? I'll, I'll uh, be nicer this time and try yeah. to remember. Her I mean, if you want to, if you want to try to catch up to her, so she's she's helping uh, Thorna over. Uh, sorry, Thora, over to um, you know, kind of the the healers. Uh, but you could certainly okay. catch up to her and talk to her if you want. We, we catch up and we can help her help uh, uh, Thorna amble over. Sure. Perfect. Sure. All right. Uh, so you guys catch up to to her. It wasn't very hard. Um, you know, even though they're they're hobbling, they're still pretty short. <laughs> and you're uh, we're, an- we're probably like the perfect size to be her crutches. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Just like so, one on each, each each of our heads. Just yeah. <laughs> so actually- like the shortest group ever. Like the, the cameraman has to be down low for this whole scene. <laughs> so so although it was Thora's arm that was uh, hurt, she still fell uh, a good you know ten feet or so, and her her ankles, her legs are a little sore. And uh, she looks over at Booker and she says, "Do you, do you think he'd let me uh, hop on his back?" Maybe take this, uh, take the load off my my legs. Yeah, I think he would. I like go pet Booker, bring him up to her. I tell him that is she training Lil G? Uh, she's not the one training Lil G. Nope, but she she she's knows of Lil G. Yeah, she knows Lil Grizz. She's like, okay, so I'll say to Booker, like, you know, this is a friend of Lil G's, and he was playing with Lil G before, like. <laughs> You know, and kind of introduce that it's all good and mm-hmm. let her have a ride. But Fizzle River is not allowed anywhere near Booker. <laughs> Fair I enough. Shoot, I shoot Fizzle River off. I'm mad at her. I could see why. Hey. <laughs> I've still got five points. Granted, hey, just, thanks to her, but that's it. <laughs> oh, we might want to see if the healers can't. Uh... Well, I'm like, if we're not going to dangerous tonight, yeah, you I'd just probably sleep it off. Yeah. I feel like it's dangerous to say that out loud, though. <laughs> true, true. Uh, right. Also, I like the idea that you can just sleep off a of bear mauling. I know. Whatever. I'm just yeah. take it's a nap. Bad, it's D&D. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> All right. So let, let's take a quick pause. Uh, just Jason, thanks for joining. Uh, sorry to pull you back uh, so so uh, late. Um the very important question for you, Jason, then we'll kind of catch you up on the stream. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? I've been, uh, I cracked open this bottle of Foursquare 2009 I have. It is just, oh, yeah. it just <laughs> I was just thinking about having some of that. It's just too damn good. I Like, I've been, <laughs> I've been sipping that. I finished one bottle that I had that was getting pretty low, and then I cracked open this one. I'm like, I can't get enough of this. I don't know. Just a rum kind of day, I guess. Yeah. It's a rum yeah. kind of day. Oh, it's very warm over here. I was thinking that if I wasn't drinking what I was drinking, I was like, oh, it does feel very rummy. Nice. Yeah, I actually, uh, the, the bottle that I killed, I, you know, I even threw in like, because it's four square, it's, you know, cast strength. I threw in a couple ice cubes and man, it was, I was just sipping that shit. I went right through it. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I better slow down. I got some ribs. I got to, I got to smoke today. Let me, Ooh, let me nice. relax. 
Nice. Yeah. Now we're we're gonna have yeah. to talk. We're gonna talk smoking later. Uh, I'm curious about your setup, but we can talk about that another time. Um, sure. So, uh, so long story short, the group has basically kind of dusted themselves off again. Um, the the gnome, uh, the pink haired gnome that you uh, kind of owned, Piddles. Um, she's been helping the the dwarf Thora uh, up to her feet, and they're heading off to a healer. Um, the group has kind of caught back up to her because I believe that they have some some information that they wanted to discuss with her. Thor is hitching a ride on Booker, but Fizzle River is not allowed near New Orleans. <laughs> where's, the, uh, where's the tiny bear? Uh, the tiny bear. <laughs> make a perception. Make a perception check for me, Anomio. Let's get you right into it. Agnomio or or Alessia? Uh, Alessia. Yep. <laughs> you asked. You know, may as well. What did I? Ah, we're very similar. <laughs> did, I, did I say the wrong name? I must have said the wrong name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh well. The... Oh, uh, actually, yeah. So let's do this instead. Anomio, I mean, sorry. Yeah, Anomio, why don't you roll the perception check? Um, Alessio, there's a brand new interface. It's it's a long story. It's not my choice. Um, just double look through your stuff. So make sure you know where your things are. Um, right. I got a 12. 12 awesome uh so you saw little grizz he's he's kind of he was looking real tired and uh you actually saw like a little little bear yawn and uh he headed back into the the stables with his his owner <laughs> does he have a little teddy bear that he sleeps with no but he he felt he yeah. fell he fell asleep in his armor though and uh they just decided oh. to leave it on <laughs> <His armor. laughs> unbelievable <laughs> that's too cute <laughs> I'm a fan of Lil Grizz. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think it's funny. Before you were telling us about the, there's an update to the thing, and now it has, you know, certain roles that are most useful to that character, much more mm-hmm. readily available for you to find. Oh yeah, it might and be way me, better. That is, yeah. For for me, that is death saves. That is what is now really. really <laughs> <good enough. laughs> Oh, thanks. That's <laughs> they awesome. read me well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need tonight? Well, I'm like, oh, got it. That's yeah, I got it exactly right there. First thing. <laughs> uh, so, Anomio, yeah, along, along, along with that twelve perception. Um, so you kind of like are gazing all around and everything, and as I mentioned, it's starting to get dark, and and you see that there. If you remember, there's these four large pillars that are kind of supporting this entire cavern. And um, as you're looking around, you actually see that although they were like both the red and the white lights, they've actually shut off the white, uh, the the yellowish white lights. And now this entire place is just flooded with red. Um, so it's it's kind of uh, actually one of the the uh, Thora mentions to you. She's like. Uh, you know, I know you guys are I know you guys are new to this area. It's, that means it's uh, it's nighttime. The nighttime shift is going to go down into the pit. Yes. Speaking, speaking of the uh, the pit, mm-hmm. uh, we noticed uh, a tiny flaming figure flying <laughs> into there earlier. Uh, what was uh, what was that all about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Taniana replies back and she she goes, oh, that that was uh, that was Elias uh, Elysia uh, <laughs> that I mentioned earlier. She's uh, she's working on a new uh, project for the the skyships. Uh, think of it's like a like a safety in case you fall off of the the boat or the the ship. Um, oh. If you fall from a really, really high height, it, it just might save your life. Okay. Well, that is intriguing. By lighting you on fire? 
Well, so if, if you remember last last week, we were when after she launched through the air right before she landed in the pit, a giant white bubble surrounded her that she ended up cutting her way out of. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. OK, yeah. Hmm. Yes, we, well, we will have to go and meet this uh, Alicia in the morn. Is she <laughs> um, about it. Is she like Fizzle River's mentor or just like co-worker, co-inventor? Are you, are you asking her? Or? Yes, I'm asking. Uh, oh, am I having to talk to Fizzle River? Well, you yeah. know, it's it's a role-playing game. <laughs> I'm grumbling. I like the idea, though, that you would be talking. You're asking Thorna, like, hey, Fizzle River, no. this piece of crap right here. Does that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not Nomeo. talking to her. Ask her. Ask her if uh, Alicia is uh, Alcia is her boss, or do they work together? So, so I'm sorry. Just I was laughing. Are you asking Tatiana or are you asking Thora? I'm, I'm asking Alcia. <laughs> like very openly in front of her, like yeah. and Romeo, yeah. ask Tatiana. Most petty, bitchy so. way possible. Yeah. And so, then, uh, so uh, my friend wants to know. <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh that, that's that's okay and and uh she she actually looks at you again uh, um uh talon and she's again i i'm just so sorry for piddles uh just uh, anyway uh no i run the shop i'm i run the the i run the shop and and i have merrick and alicia that work there with me uh merrick is a very fine inventor uh he's working on some projects but then alicia like i mentioned she she mostly works on things to improve the sky ships Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. So more more practical engineering. Whereas Merrick, he likes to he likes to make use of some of the magical uh, runes that you'll find in the uh, the shimmering cavern up up in the uh, mm. the platinum weave. So uh, you know, there's there's things. Sometimes the the gems just don't do anything, and then he makes this whole big contraption, and he turns it on, and it just does nothing. Uh, <laughs> and other times it does a, a lot of things, and maybe more than we expect. Uh, <laughs> But, but you know, it, I think that you probably have a lot to talk to them about tomorrow. Yes, I'm very oh, interesting about the nature of these crystals. Oh, yeah, yeah Helen's curious, but she'd rather just talk to Merrick about it. Where do we want to go? Every, so if, if a lot of things are closing... Yeah, once we yeah. get them to the healers, should we retire for the evening? Back at the, uh, was I believe we were at the uh, the sil- we were at the shimmering anvil. I mean? The the silver silver sweet inn. Silver sweet, that was it. Yeah. Silver yep. sweet inn. Mm-hmm. All right, so I say we just head back there and start a new day, right? Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, do that. Right, I can I mean, use a long rest. I was gonna yeah. say you guys are pretty you're, injured you're anyway. It's not a bad pretty decision. Pretty beat up. Um, and uh, Helga ends up greeting you. She says, uh, oh, welcome. Welcome back. Um, your rooms are all ready for you. Uh, where's your other companion? Is he out enjoying the city? You yeah, he, say he, that. He told us he had some bear riding to do, so we yeah. left him to it. <laughs> she she looks over at uh, Sigrid, who's uh, her, her little buddy there. The ones that actually handed him the piece of paper. And she, she says... Oh. Looks like we're going to be getting a commission. <laughs> 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 and uh, 
And you guys, can, you, <laughs> you guys can retire to your rooms, uh, assuming that you'd like to, unless there's anything else that you'd like to do before you go for a long rest. Colin is headed to her room and passing the fuck out. She didn't even say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So, Alessio, um, mm-hmm. let's let's have a little chat. So, uh, as you are kind of going to bed and getting ready, um, you hear a very familiar voice in your head, uh, that of Naxori. Uh-oh. And I'm going to try something here uh, because this way the other folks can't hear. Um, so the the stream should be able to hear, uh, but nobody else should. So I don't think that they'll be able to hear you if you respond. Um, but I will. So we'll just try it. All right. So it's just you and me. <clears throat> All right. Uh, she says, Alessio, within the city, each clan has its own treasures. But Burkath wants the Golden Chalice of Kings. It's within a location called the Golden Vault. Find it and retrieve it. But be careful. All right. So we'll go back. Okay. All right. So uh, you guys take you can take your long rests and we'll wake up the next day. Let me know when you're all uh, set mechanically. I, I kind of did it a while ago, which is why I insisted mm-hmm. that she needed to say goodnight. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta be sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, it's the next day. You guys wake up. Uh, outside, it's still pretty dark. Um, even at the, you know the midday sun, the the light inside of this cave doesn't really get very bright. The only real light comes from the front uh, main gates and from the back where the uh, the skyway um, is. So uh, you wake up, you kind of order your breakfasts. You kind of you know you can get whatever you want for the most part. Just meats, um, breakfast stuff, eggs. They might even have eggs on the menu. Why not? And uh, if there's anything that you'd like to do before you leave the inn, let me know. Otherwise, let me know where you'd like to go. I ask about where the uh, vet veterinarian is to see if we could maybe stop along the way mm. to get Booker's pads checked out. Absolutely. Um, so she she says, uh, well, the, the veterinarian is actually right uh, a couple of buildings behind us, but they're going to want to keep Booker for a few hours to take care of him. Okay, I'll, I'll go by there, check him out, and drop him off. Sure. Get his All right. Sure. All right. So you drop Booker off. Um, I forget what she said. I think she said it, it was included with the price, I believe, um, that you had already paid. I think so. Yeah, I think it was a couple silver. So you drop off Booker. Um, you know, he's he licks your face, and uh, but he's a good boy. He goes where he's told, and uh, they they actually a very pompous looking um, dwarf who has a pink beard actually uh, clearly died uh, she's like oh we'll take your little froofy puppy here and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll take very good care of him uh, what is his name Booker looks at me and rolls his eyes <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm like his name is Booker and he's very oh, clever little, oh little Booker is there any sort of nicknames that we should be calling Booker don't call him nicknames. He hates that. <laughs> That's the peculiar nickname, but I'll call him it. That's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a dad joke. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, she she uh, she leads him um, into the the back, and she says, "You can come get him in about two to three hours, and uh, okay. and we'll take very good care of him." 
All right. So uh, you are now sans, sans bookers for the first time in a while. I know. It's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Baby. Yeah. You're, uh, <laughs> your legs immediately ache with the knowledge that you won't be able to ride him when you get tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm already tired. <laughs> <laughs> so are we headed? We want to head up to the uh, Platinum Weave. I, I think we got to make a yeah. stop at the Silver Spindle and then mm -hmm. the Shimmering Caves. I, I definitely want to learn more about these inventions and these crystals. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys are heading up towards the Platinum Weave. Um, and you, uh, as you, let's do this. Um, make a group perception check for me, please. It means all three of you. OBKB. So, Anomio, you got a 15, Talin, you got an 18, and Alessio, you got a 6. Okay. You guys see uh, a number of dwarves. Um, actually, I will say that at this point, uh, Nobilis has still not yet returned to you guys. Um, or at least not oh. that you know of. Maybe he's still sleeping in his room, but uh, you didn't find him this morning. Um, I won't say he's sleeping in his room. I'll just say you guys have not yet found him this morning. Uh, maybe he stayed the night wherever he was. Maybe he didn't. But we'll we'll find out. <clears throat> I am not so I am not so concerned. You know, he is yeah. a grown elf. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, with those high, higher perception rolls, um, you notice that there is actually quite a bit. Whereas you saw those kobolds kind of cleaning the ceiling earlier, you've been able to mm -hmm. see that they're they've made quite a bit of progress. There is a visible line where the soot has been cleaned from the ceiling. Um, there's a number of new chimneys that you can actually see uh, just kind of reaching out to the skylight. A couple of them actually have sunlight coming through them. And uh, you see you start to see like you know, people wandering around there. There's a lot more going on in the city now uh, where it's, uh, you know, it's earlier in the morning, but people are people are awake. Um, but one thing that you do notice that same dwarf that was uh, that you gambled with uh, yesterday, he's he's out and about and you see him playing a couple of dice games with a couple of other dwarves. And uh, yeah, um, you guys still heading up to the silver spindle or. Yes. Okay. And I will right. tip my hat to our gambling friend as we go by. A good day, my cool-handed amigo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so he is not wearing a hat, but he uh, he he gives you a look and kind of does like the guy nod, like uh, you know. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He he goes up instead of down, which means he kind of yeah. likes you, right? I think that's how man <laughs> man law works, right? So. <laughs> You ever Writing notice that? that down. You ever notice that? Like if if uh, if a guy like if you give the nod, it's just like you like up means you like somebody, but like yeah, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, I feel like it's right. a, yeah, it's a different level of acknowledgement. It is. Yeah. It's 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 good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you guys head up to the uh, the Platinum Weave Clan uh, clan area, and uh, Talin, as you guys actually, I'll move your your tokens here. I'm going to leave Booker uh, right about there, which is where he is. Um, we're going to head up towards the Platinum Weave Clan. And what you see, Talin, is you notice a short dwarf with uh, pallid skin. And he's got these really short little legs. He's shorter than a normal dwarf. And he kind of like runs up to you. His, his Because of the shortness of his legs, he almost like fast penguin walks, you know, like his legs are out to the Aww. side more than forward. <laughs> and um, but he doesn't look. He, <laughs> he almost immediately loses his breath, though, like as if he just doesn't move a whole lot. Um, and uh, his eyes are kind of sunken back in his head. His beard is not well maintained, and you see that his hands are even pretty dirty. Um, he smiles at you, Talin, and uh, you see that he's even missing some teeth. And he goes, "Talin, is is that you?" 
It's only been a few weeks, and I'm surprised you're back already. <laughs> oh, Bill's voices. <laughs> oh. I know. I mean, the the girl at the veterinarian. She's uh, taking care of Booker. She. That's obviously <laughs> this is doubtfire. Hello. Taking care of Booker. Oh, little Bookie. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh hey there Grumblewort I did not expect to be back this soon but hopefully you haven't gotten yourself in any more any more trouble uh, well it's funny that you say that I'm, uh, I hate to say it but I'm, uh, I'm actually I'm having another problem that I'm not sure what to do with and uh, do you think that at some point today you could come by the spinning spores and uh, help take a look I'll do that. Are you going to be around all day, bud? I never leave. <laughs> I, I he can't. sounds like Mole Man. He almost went to like Bane a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a lovely, lovely <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you try <tried> to. <laughs> hey, hey, Jason. Jason, what does your character's voice sound like? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I remember it was Dracula at one at one point. Dracula. <laughs> that was when you were a lizard. Yeah, I was a lizard. It was the count. It was Count Chocula. That's right. <laughs> oh man. All right. Anyway, so so uh, you see, he gets this little bit of a glimmer in his eye that you've agreed that you're you're gonna maybe come by and uh he he's he turns around and he walks into a store and you see the store actually it says uh it says um uh fancy oatmeal uh as like one of its highlights so he's he's you know gonna have a day he's gonna have some fancy oatmeal Ooh, he's gonna get that fiber he's, he's the, the excitement um <laughs> <laughs> so uh so he disappears um and you guys continue heading on to the silver spindle all right. <laughs> All right. Nice. Sorry, I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> you have yet another voice in hand for the silver spindle? Uh, uh we'll see. Um, no, the platinum, the platinum weave clan could have a whole another set of voices. <laughs> oh, the, well. So the, actually, you bring up a good point. So the the platinum weave clan, uh, or the platinum weave area as a whole, you notice that there is a general vibe of magic. Um, instead of just like little torches or or little uh you know cast iron braziers i guess on the, on the wall um what you see instead is floating little blue candles or uh you know little poles kind of advertising their businesses that are just floating in the air like they don't seem to make any hesitance to utilize magic in their um, advertising now the the area themselves the buildings are still made of stone uh, rather than um, red roofs that they have in the silver hand uh, sorry sorry silver hammer area or the blue that you have in the iron heart these have teal colored roofs and uh, it's interesting you're starting to realize the delineation of all the different clans although there doesn't seem to be any sort of open hostility between them they do still very much keep themselves separate so you head into the silver spindle. The exterior is adorned with intricate carvings uh, of stylized thread and needle motifs showcasing the shop's craftsmanship. Uh, the shop's sign is elegantly carved in silver and gold. And um, 
the script actually you notice uh despite what language you you speak it starts switching from language to language some of which you understand and some of which you don't but it goes from common to elvish to dwarvish to draconic which by the way i'm not sure if i ever told you guys but your time spent as lizard folk has allowed each one of you to be able to speak draconic and understand it fluently oh Uh, (laughs) <laughs> so bonus, bonus level up i like that <laughs> so and somehow uh, it gets alessio killed <laughs> <laughs> oh he's gonna try to talk to a dragon clearly at some point <laughs> somehow it will get me killed <laughs> you'll read a scroll that curses you what did you say dragon boy there's <laughs> <laughs> some snakes ah <laughs> <laughs> As you walk into the um, Silver Spindle, you note that there's three women working there. There is a uh, halfling, a dwarf, and a tiefling. Now, the dwarf is who you saw last night. That was Gwyneth Forgeheart. And you would have known her uh, just from, you know, casual conversation or something at the at the bear hold. And she introduces herself and she, she says, oh... We uh, actually, sorry, that's probably not her voice. She uh, <laughs> she's a dwarven woman, so she says, uh, "Oh, the uh, the winners have have come. Uh, the men and women just totally sound the same because I I can't do <laughs> I can't do too much. Whatever, they sound the same. They all have beards." Uh, she, she, <laughs> she says, uh, that's I, beards, "The beards are what gives them the voice." <laughs> that's right. Yes, <laughs> it's, a mighty, it's a mighty beard. Um, she introduces herself again. She says, "I'm Gwyneth Forgeheart, and uh, welcome, my winners. Uh, you have a coupon. I, I suspect to uh, to come purchase something at my store. Uh, welcome. Take a look around and let me know what interests you, and we can have a little discussion." Did we each individually get a coupon or you, did you did you did not? Um, so after defeating Piddles, the fact that all of you kind of jumped in, um, you were all awarded this this uh, coupon. So like we could spin Novelis as part of it if we wanted to. I mean, you don't know where Novelis is. I don't I don't <laughs> see him coming to argue it. OK, or we could try and figure out what he would buy if he was here. We would we can get him a lovely gift. Oh, oh, pasties! We can get little pasties. You get like little little nipple rings, like something, something. How does it have something like Janet Jackson style, so that way his nipples can still like poke out, you know, like just around the edges, you know? I I swear, man, that between that and and Clinton, I think those two events were actually the downfall of this country. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like 9-11's not even like those two events. Yes. Look so, for tassels. So so well, so Gwyneth Gwyneth actually she snaps her fingers a little bit and this little halfling pops up and and uh she says, Yes, madam. And uh she says, Pip, uh go go help our guests to pick something out. And uh, this this little halfling kind of walks over and she's got this this little smile. She's uh, got curly chestnut brown hair and twinkling eyes. And um, sorry, I was just showing it to the group. Uh, she she's very energetic. She kind of runs over and she's hi. Hi. What, what can I do to help you out? What are you looking for? 
We have all kinds of things. Are you looking for something fancy? Or are you looking for something with use? Are you looking for something with no use, but just brings you joy? Functional. What do you have in the way of hats? Ah, uh, shit. Nice. <laughs> we're gonna... Oh, I gave you back your hat, by the way. Oh, yes, thank you. Colin, yes. we're going to be here a while. He's going to try on every hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody to help him with the hats and then help the rest of us. <laughs> so she, she says, well, I, I wouldn't really call ourselves a haberdashery, but we do have a uh, couple of hats here. We have this uh, very lovely satin, satin lined top hat. Um, we have a couple of, uh, you guys are going to have to help me out. What are those like Irish hats with like the, the little thing? They're like a oh, flop, flop hat kind of thing. I forget what flap, they're called. A flat cap? It, flat, flat cap. cap. Flat yes. Cap. I, I was like, I, I thought it was like a flop something, but flat and flat hat. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she, she shows a couple of those. She's like, we have those in green and yellow and brown and a few different colors. If whatever you like, we could always dye things too. Um, we, we might have something a little bit different too for the distinguished, oh. uh, purchasers. This is called a, and she, she picks up this little hat and it's, it's actually extremely small. Um, so I'm, I'm going to look on my uh, on my desk here for a prop. And the best thing I can find is a pack of gum. So picture my head. It would look like this. <laughs> oh man! So and, uh, it's like the, sometimes they would wear that like at the derby, like not at the Kentucky Derby, but like back in the old English one. Absolutely. So she says, this is don't don't let this distract you. It's actually small on purpose so that you can hide it in your bag or something. This is called a hat of disguise. And uh, that's what he said. It's actually small on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she says this will allow a wearer to change their appearance, appearance or assume different identities, if you'd like. Um but don't tell the Iron Hearts that we have this here. Oh, oh! I would not dream of it. How, uh, how much for your tiny hat of, of sneakiness? Well, so that coupon that you have, uh, just depending on the price, it'll get you something totally free, or it'll give you a very since, uh, significant discount on some of our other items. But uh, if this is what you're looking for, uh, typically it goes for about 475 gold. Um, it's a little expensive, Dang. but, you know, it's far from the most expensive thing we have here. So maybe you'd like to see around uh, a few more of our items that we have. But let me ask you, are you looking specifically for magical items or are you just looking for for something extremely well made? Maybe some sort of a uh, armor, uh, maybe something a little bit more like leathers or, or, or even hide. What are you looking for? Yes, I would be very interested in that. Out, Which one? Out of curiosity, how much is the top hat? The top, uh, the top hat. That that's actually not sever, not ex nearly as expensive. It's not magical. It just looks very nice, and that'll cost you about mm, about thirty silver. Okay. So let me know. Uh, but you guys look. Should we get ahead. a hat for Booker? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, she she looks she looks back actually at Gwyneth. She said, "Well, you know what? Gwyneth would have met Booker. Maybe she would have told a story or so. the The story of Booker would have gotten out." So uh, she says, "Gwyneth, do you, do you have any issue with a dog wearing one of our top hats?" And Gwyneth says, "A sale is a sale, uh, but uh, you know we could we could fashion some sort of a strap, keep it on his head, if that's something that you're interested in." 
I will fucking pay double for this hot pot. That's for everyone. I want a top pot. Don't tell her you're gonna pay double for it. <laughs> That's so exciting. She she takes that as the joke it was intended to be, and she she says, uh, "Let's go ahead and we'll put that up on the shelf over here." And and so um, I I'll assume that you're intending on buying that, so you could you could yeah. put on a uh, a top hat. Um, and actually, uh, so Pip is gonna carry that over to the to the um, shelf, and she's gonna hand it over to a tiefling. Um, and she's gonna say, uh, Lysandra, uh, why don't you go back and put a shorter little uh, strap for the chin here? And uh, you see, Lysandra is a tiefling. Uh, she's got midnight blue skin. And on her head, uh, she's actually got these little silver or, or like, um, yeah, silver uh, jewelry that connects both of her horns together. And uh, she looks extremely beautiful. Um, she's wearing kind of this long gown and uh, she takes it in the back and, and she just kind of gives a, a nod, uh, doesn't say a word. She takes it in the back and presumably going get to work on it. OK, um, so you bought a top, top hat for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is the right I, 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 I wish I in all of this game. I wish I could say I didn't. Normally, I say I didn't see the episode going this way, but when I put top hat, I was like, "Somebody's going to buy the top hat." I did not see it being the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, initially, I was like, maybe I could buy this as a gift for Romeo, but then no, that's no, just no. too freaking good. It is so Sorry. much better to buy it from Booker. Clearly, I, I have plenty of hat. I can buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, so Pip walks back over to you guys and she says, uh, uh, you, uh, what's, what's your name? And she points to you, Alessia. What type of armor do you have? Uh, so she asked your name. You told her. That's <laughs> 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 okay. But I love she... what kind of armor do you have. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> back to <laughs> You don't need to know my name. What kind of arm okay. you have? Fair enough. And she she looks up and she says, "All right, uh, tall, dark, and handsome. Uh, we're going. <laughs> I will I will call you uh, Elf. So Elf, um, for armors. Well, you're you're in a legend. My body, dude. <laughs> she, she looks at you puzzled as if like uh, is he uh, somewhere else right now <laughs> and, and uh, she says well thank you for that I, I know quite where my dad is he's he's actually a couple buildings over but that, that's fine um, uh, you can call me buddy so uh, anyway uh, for armor um, we have uh, so what are you looking for are you looking for leather or are you looking for hide something magical something magical well uh, you know what actually I have a, a couple of things, uh, not so much armor, but but things for you to wear. So there's uh, there's this scarf that we have here, and it'll it'll grant you some resistance to cold damage, um, or it could be used to create a gust of wind, or the it, it, you could use it once per day to cast the spell Chill Touch. Um, so that that's one thing. It's a very fluffy kind of. Uh, uh, scarf but she says we can we have a couple of different varieties you could let us know what you want it to look like and we'll see what we have uh the other thing that we have here this is uh she holds up a sash and she says uh mister doesn't want to tell me your name this is called a sash of charisma 
and <laughs> it's a vibrant uh, green sash that uh, it'll enhance your charisma and um, it'll give you a plus two to your charisma. So it's pretty, pretty significant. Uh, plus two to anything is, is pretty, pretty hefty. Um, she says your coupon will cover one of these uh, if that's what you guys decide to use this uh, use for this. But that is up to you. Hmm. Is anybody lacking in charisma? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but what if I don't have a problem with it? <laughs> yeah, that's someone else's problem, really. Right? Yeah. Like, if you lack charisma, you don't care that you lack charisma. <laughs> <part of life. laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> uh, you know who... Wait. I'm just thinking... Noblis is, is it, pretty good at charisma, and he might like a sash. Hmm. You know, he does use charisma a lot. Uh, so oh, I like would, really I, I would tell you that he probably doesn't have much more room for charisma. I, I like Never where you're mind. going, but Forget. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if we were rating it out of twenty, I'd say he's around a twenty. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like the scarf might be a little bit more interesting. So uh, she says, you know what, I, at this point, I've, I've shown you guys most of our magical wares, and that seems to be more what you're interested in, other than, she looks at Tal and she says, other than hats for pets. But, you know, that's oh, apparently like that's what the... functional. Apparently that's I, what the I silver spindle is. That's fine. So <laughs> so we have, let me tell you what else we have. So we have this robe here, and she holds up a, uh, a luxurious robe made from oh. fine, finely woven fabric. And uh, it's got these these little seams in it. It's actually the the thread that they're well known for um it glows red and she says this is a robe of fire resistance uh oh. so anything fire based will not hurt you nearly as much um this is a bit of a rare item this would not quite be covered with your coupon but we could work out a deal if you're willing to pay a little bit of gold on top of it hmm. your right, coupon will get you fires? your your coupon will knock off about 60 percent and uh okay. she's she says that so it'll run you about a thousand gold. Woohoo! Fire resistance. How much fire resistance? What like? So resistant. What resistance means is that let's say you got hit with a fire spell, it'll do half damage. So twenty fire damage okay. becomes ten, or five hundred becomes two fifty. <laughs> oh, you know. and if we're gonna be dealing with a big douchey dragon thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she she proceeds to show a couple more things off. She has a, a cloak of elven kind. Um, she says this one's a little bit cheaper. Uh, this one would definitely be covered by your coupon. Um, she, it's a flowing cloak that grants advantage on dexterity or stealth uh, checks and allows the wearer to blend into natural surroundings. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, look, I look at her and I say... Does it come in black? <laughs> <laughs> she says, sir, this comes in nothing but black. <laughs> um, so, so I think we might have a winner, right? So she says, I've, I've got one more item to show you guys. Uh, this is the only okay. other magical item that we have in the store. We actually are pretty, pretty hefty on magic items at the moment. Um, since the... Uh, since the um you know we haven't had a whole lot of visitors lately but these are called the cufflinks of spell storing 
and uh, they're decorative cufflinks. So it, she looks at you, Anomio, at, at your your fine vestments that you wear. I was ju- I was just gonna say, if, if anyone's <laughs> gonna pull off cufflinks, it's gonna be Agnomio. <laughs> and she she says, uh, we could certainly work these into anybody's armor, but they might actually just look good on you, um, little one. And she says, this can store a single spell. Um, it allows the wearer to cast it at a later time without using any sort of spell slots. Now, mechanics, rules is written. I'm not sure how this works for non-magic casters, but I have no problem giving it to a non-magic caster. Um, But the idea is that somebody who can cast magic needs to cast the spell into your cufflinks. Um, And then you can save them for however long you want. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Is that covered by the uh, pooping? Or how Uh, much would it be? Let me let me check one one thing real quick. Sorry, oh my God, I just it's uh, like actually being at a store, and she's like, "Let me check the inventory." <laughs> yes, exactly. Let me she's see like, what I can do. Let me just see. Uh, <laughs> she says, "She says if you were to if you were to give me the coupon and about two hundred gold, we could make that happen." Okay. Typically, typically this item will cost you a couple thousand gold, but we can make wow. this work. Uh, you know what I think. I think as much as I would love some beautiful cufflinks, <laughs> I think we should use our coupon for my brother and rapier so he can have that awesome Heidi, Heidi, Heidi robe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if that's if that's what you'd like, uh, just, you know, tell me and, and that can guys, totally help. Cool are you guys cool with that? I think it makes sense. Yeah, I could sneak right. around even more sneaky, sneaky. Because we can still <laughs> do some shopping elsewhere for like armor. Oh yeah, yeah, right? sure, absolutely. Yeah, yep, yeah. But I feel right. like it comes in black and. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, shall be, it shall be mine. So she says. Um, she says this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. All right, hold, hold. I, was you. Draw, I, don't, I was gonna yeah. draw a dog, but it turns out I can't. It, it ended up being oh. little Grizz. At, at, I first, I, I, at first, I was like, Grizz. "Is that little Grizz? It, it looks like little Grizz." It yeah. is. It's yeah. little Grizz. That's it turns out I can't draw a dog, so it was little Grizz. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so, Anomio, she she looks at you and she says, "Are there any embellishments or anything that you'd like to add to this uh, to this cloak? We could do them at no charge. Uh, if there's any sort of pattern that you want, any sort of words, any anything that you'd like on it, we can do." Do you? I don't know, Alessio. I mean, this is up to you. But I mean, it, you do like some gold filigree or something on it. I don't know how that would work with the sneaky stuff. But so it looks any super rad. I'll tell you that anything you do to it will not mechanically matter. It will not change okay, it. Yeah, in yeah. fact, it could help. You know, like if you were like, well, I want to be camo, like maybe that helps. But like whatever you want, just use your magic. Make it cool. Or make it black. Like cool is black is cool too. Let's see. Oh, but it could be like leather motorcycle coat kind of thing. <laughs> can it be like like black and charcoal dragon scales like pattern? Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so in fact, you uh, you kind of describe the the fight with Thorek, um, and you tell her about how not only were his scales you know glowing in in this yellow, just mm-hmm. blah, but there were there was like this underlying dark charcoal black scales mm-hmm. underneath it, and she says, um, Pip hands it back to to Gwyneth. She says, uh, 
I think Gwyneth can do something with that. Um, give us just about a half hour. Um, it's up to you guys whether you want to hang around for that. I, I imagine that we do. Um, whatever, we'll do, we'll just do that. So it takes a little time for for the hat, the top hat to get the the neck piece on it anyway. So uh, the tiefling comes back to the front and uh, Gwyneth mm-hmm. says, "Would you mind putting some some charcoal uh, dragon scales on this for our customer here, please?" And uh, so she she goes to the bag, comes back, and hands you guys both your top hat and um, your new cloak of elven kind, which I've already dragged onto your character. And um, takes your coupon, and you are good to go. Nice. All right. Yeah. So Very the cool. the cloak of elven elven kind does take uh, does require attunement. Um, so it will be one of uh, one of three items that you can have that require attunement. Your ring, um, your ring of vesper ring, I think is what it's called, uh, also requires attunement. So you're two out of two out of three so far. But that's fine. okay. Perfect. Yep. Nice. Okay. So you are now, you will just equip that right away. You already know what it is, so you don't have to uh, inspect it or anything like that. And that is now part of your part of your stuff. Is cool. It, is it in my equipment now? Is it? Yeah. So if you, time. I see it. Nice. Y- nice. Cool. Good choice. Um, excellent. That thing's badass. Love it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be awesome. And, I'm uh, excited to not see you in it. um so double check you know just for yourself read up on what that does um not out loud but just so you know exactly what that does yeah i I wish i could but i can't read (laughs) (laughs) i'm so sorry all right so while you wear this cloak with its hood up uh wisdom perception checks uh made to see you have disadvantage and you have uh, advantage on dexterity stealth checks made to hide as the cloak's color shifts to camouflage you pulling the hood up or down requires an action so specifically oh, okay. if you're trying to hide you have to pull the cloak up um that's 100 mm-hmm. percent something i think that i as well as you probably will forget so we'll we'll probably retcon that, that to, yeah, liberally that. but yeah yeah put the hood up <laughs> 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 all right so uh there's i mean the stuff that's there will be there if you guys decide that you want to come back and rebuy uh, buy anything but for the moment if you want to do anything else there then you're good otherwise what would you like to do next well, we make our way towards the shimmering cabin let's do it yes that <laughs> looks like the coolest thing <laughs> that looks yeah. like the coolest thing <laughs> shimmering right. cabin yeah look at that all right, excellent. Uh, for the sake of storyline, um, as you guys approach the Shimmering Cavern, uh, Nobilis actually kind of trots up and he he meets the oh. back up with you guys and he says, uh, "Tell let, let me know, Alessia. Would you would you have put the cloak uh, the hood up just to kind of try it out or not?" Wait, who's who's coming back up? So Nobilis is is coming back up. Yeah, Yeah. I want to use an action and put the hood up to see what happens. Perfect. Uh, So he goes, Talin, uh, Nomio, hey, hey, uh, hey, oh, Alessio, I didn't even see you there. (laughs) (laughs) And I look at him and I say, it came in black. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so did he. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I don't get it. Could you explain that? (laughs) For a different reason. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so you guys, you guys approach the shimmering cavern and Nobilis walks up to you guys and he says, uh, I won't give too much away, but he, he says, uh, Hey guys, I, I'm, 
I might be being followed. Um, let's just keep an eye out for any any dwarfs dressed in kind of like a black attire. Oh. All right. Um, so you guys head over to the Shimmering Caverns. And uh, as you kind of walk up, you notice that there there's a there's a dwarven kind of there's a couple of dwarven guards out front. Um, they appear to be from the Ironheart as the, they generally serve as the city guard. And uh, they start they stop you and they say, uh, you know, what's your business? Uh, we are coming to uh, meet with Alicia. We're hoping to learn more about your shimmering caverns. Uh, the, sh the shimmering cavern. There's no Alicia here. Um, you talk about the gnome? The little gnome? Yes, yes. She's she's over at the Glimmering Gearworks. Uh, that's further further over there. And she he kind of oh. points to a building. Um, oh, well that, that works too. But could we at <laughs> least have a peek as long as we are here? Uh, to what, what, what purpose? We want to see the Shimmer. The, sh the Shimmer. The Don't shimmer. you want us to see the Shimmer? The Shimmer. <laughs> the Shimmer. And he, he looks at his friend. What the, what the hell's a Shimmer? <laughs> the Shimmer. The Shimmer of the, of the caverns. <laughs> the Shimmer. Shimmer. Shim. The Shimmer. <laughs> I want. You I want you to make a shimmering. <laughs> make, <laughs> ma make a persuasion uh, check for me. Oh Jesus! <laughs> the shimmer. The shimmer. Oh, that's twenty. <laughs> a net twenty. <laughs> I guess we're gonna. I guess we're gonna see the shimmer. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So, um, so uh, the 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 dwarf there, he goes, "Oh, the shimmer! All right, all right, all right. Yes, I. You're 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 a funny one there, little man. That's that's wonderful. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. I'll give you a tour. Uh, so he he kind of takes you all back, and and you walk. He says we we can only go so far back. There's a there's a little something going on deeper in the cave that it's not, you don't need to know about. It's fine, but uh, check this out. There's there's these gemstones. There there. I don't know why I was just starting to go into strong bad uh, for anybody who knows. <laughs> oh, there's a, the email. The, what what the email? The email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's the shimmering cavern. Is <laughs> how do I fight with boxing gloves on? <laughs> Anyway, sorry. All right, so he he says, uh, "Yeah, come on, come on back." And he's like showing you around. He shows you that there's there's multiple different types of gems here. Um, actually, just not even very far in, they there are these fairly large gems, both green and red and and blue and all different kinds of colors. He says, uh, "I can't tell you much about what each one of these does, but uh, they regrow actually. So the the people who kind of mine these out, they they chisel them at a certain certain length, and then uh, you leave them alone for about a week, and they'll regrow completely." Um, he says, the only thing I know, and this you're only getting this because you rolled a nat 20, says, the only thing I know is that the, the blue ones and the orange ones, they have something to do with uh, the, the skyship. Something to do about, like, making it go up and down, I believe. I'm not sure. Uh, but these are all very val valuable. So uh, thus concludes the tour. And he kind of ushers you ushers you <laughs> back out. Which is <laughs> quickest <laughs> tour ever. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad, I, I'm glad we got to see the Shimer. Uh, <laughs> he says, are there any questions? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think we can ask them of our engineer friends over at the Glimmering Gearworks. So, uh, sure. Uh, actually, with with that natural 20, so just because, you know, why not? He's He says, uh, you mind if I kind of lead these guys away and uh, go show them where the glimmering is? And, and the other dwarf says, yeah, no problem. It's been a slow day. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it here. Um, let's go, Alessio. I want you to roll me a perception check, please. <laughs> like a Microcraft distillery tour. <laughs> what well, uh, would you say? Persuasion or perception? Per- perception, please. Perception. Okay. A 13. Um, so actually, urgently kind of running past you guys, almost to the point of, I guess this probably didn't need to be a perception, but whatever. Uh, as you guys walk out, there's these three little co- uh, kobolds. And if you remember, they're the same guys that are up on the ceiling. They're just kind of, they're running into the shimmering cavern and uh, they have these little tool belts on. A couple of them have chisels uh, on the tool belts and they just run in. And then you know, after a few seconds, you kind of hear like, Tink, tink, tink. And then uh, you hear something shatter and some some yelling from inside, uh, like, oh, you clumsy. Uh, just get out of here. And uh, the kobolds kind of run back out. Um, one of them has a couple of couple of gems in his hand um, and you see them them run down to actually, if you're looking at the map, just kind of a couple houses down and they they run into the, the house. So I'll ask our dwarven guide: Is uh, is, is everything okay with the with the tiny the, the tiny dragon people? They are okay. Yeah, this is kobolds, man. I tell you, it's it's not like it used to be, I, and I'm old enough to remember how it used to be. It's they are just something about them lately. They're just like sloppy or. Maybe distracted. I don't know. Like he points up at the ones on the ceiling. He's like, they've been doing that job for like three days. And usually that would have taken them like a day and a half max. And, you know, even the fact that they're stood on the roof like this, these lazy dragon people, I tell you, the uh, kobolds are just uh, little racist dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of races in D&D. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, he says, "There's nothing wrong with them. They're just, they're just, you know, not what they used to. Be. Maybe they don't want to work. I guess I don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, here, here you are. We're we're at the uh, the 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 glimmering gearworks here, and uh, he kind of shows you shows you to one of the buildings. Um, Nobilis, uh turns around and he's admiring one of the cobalt's tails. So, <laughs> <laughs> as he should, as he should. <laughs> All right." Shall we shall we enter the gearworks? We shall. Um, yep. So you uh, you enter the glimmering gearworks and uh, you notice immediately it's just there's all kinds of activity. It's almost overwhelming. Like everything in this place is moving, but inside everything is just gears and metal and rods and everything like everything is moving around. There's there's a giant mechanical bodies, I guess you'd call it just kind of on conveyor belts moving past. Um, and there's only three gnomes in here, but one of them runs up to you immediately, and it's Taniana. And she says, 
Uh, oh, hi. Uh, I'm so glad you guys made it. Uh, there's there's a, a couple of things I, I wanted to show you, but, but first let me introduce you to a couple of people. Uh, first off, this is uh, this is Merrick Coppercoil. Um, and he kind of looks up. He pulls his, his goggles up for a second. He had been welding something. And uh, he looks up and he kind of gives you a, a nod as well. Apparently, that's just a thing people do here a lot. <laughs> so, um, but you can tell that he is he's got surrounded by all of these little crystals um similar to what you just saw in the shimmering cavern and uh many of them are kind of banded around with with like metal or they're you know kind of up high he's using some of them as magnifying glasses like he's just surrounded by these things clearly that has something to do with what he specializes in and then uh she points over at uh alicia and she says, that's uh, Alicia Cogspark. Um, and you recognize her as the gnome that had run out of the pit. And uh, she says, she's about to actually try again if you want to watch. Uh, just, you know, there, and she she kind of points over and there's these, these chairs that are oddly made out of um, wrenches and other random bits and baubles. And there are these metal chairs. She says, go ahead, take a seat. And uh, do you guys sit down? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Awesome. And uh, Alicia, she 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 uh, kind of gets into this little orange jumpsuit and she zips it all the way up and then she puts on this little white backpack looking thing and she stands on a platform and uh, then she puts on a what you can only imagine is some sort of a rocket pack and she says, all right, let's go. <laughs> and and, uh, and Cogs, Cog, uh, sorry, Merrick walks over way less energy than she has. And he takes one of those little things you remember from chemistry class that makes the sparks. And he just kind of and both things start lighting up on her rocket pack. And she's like, ah! and she launches out of the ceiling and uh, she blasts up to the top of the cavern and. You, you hear you can actually hear the rockets and the whole room fills with the smoke and it's like and the jet pack just fails and she goes flying and you can see there's a big viewing window out the front of the shop and you see her just kind of plummet into the pit and right before she goes out of your view you see this big white ball form around her and she just Boing, boing, boing. And you see her like once or twice, and then you imagine that she's still bouncing. Um, and then a few minutes, a few minutes later, she runs back in through the front door and she says, It totally worked! This time it totally worked. It it's just I didn't feel a thing and I bounced. It was terrifying, but it was awesome. <laughs> and and uh, Taniana, she they give each other a high five, which is like really sh it's like it's except for you, Anomio, uh, it's like waist height for you, Alessia. Uh, <laughs> it's just like it's like watching kids high five each other. So um, Taniana, she says, all right, cool. Uh, which one of you guys is next? And that's where we're going to end this episode for tonight. Oh. <laughs> Fair right. enough. Fair enough. Oh. I, I, I like this little city. This is cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> this place is awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun. I, uh, I'm i sorry for Adriana having to miss the end of the episode. Um, but whatever. I, I know she, she told me that she might have to drop. Um, 
either way, thank you guys for joining. Uh, I believe we're going to be playing next week. And uh, I, if anybody's so encouraged, I saw um, Shayla earlier say she really wanted to paint Lil Grizz. Oh, Adriana, you just missed it. You're going to have to rewatch the end because I'm not repeating. That. Yeah, I heard a bunch of it and it was <laughs> a bizarre experience. I, th I think my whole house probably just heard that, but that's OK. Um, <laughs> So uh, anyway, I, Adriana, oh, sorry, not Adriana, uh, Shayla, if you decide that you want to paint Lil Grizz, we'll pay for the yeah. material. With a top hat. With a top, yeah, top, yeah. top hat. Yeah. Please. Could he, could, he, could he be like, like maybe he's standing there in his armor with the top hat under his arm or something? Like a little little dignified Grizz or something? I don't That's know. That's the best we got right now. So we got <laughs> I love that. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. Uh, we will see Big you guys. Thank you to the patrons. Oh, yes. Uh, let me do that, actually, since we don't have uh, we didn't have Clifton this time. Um, sorry, let me grab that. I should probably just know the thing by heart at this point. Uh, Ten seconds. It's loading. Episode 44. Game notes. Come on. Uh, it's trying so hard. All right. Um, Mike, Steve, Tony, two toes, EJ, James Taylor, David Martin, Lewis and Scott MC. Now, I will tell you guys that there is a uh, tier there to help us create an NPC. And this city is open to all kinds of NPCs. So oh, yeah. if if you are willing and able, uh, that is a awesome tier to join right now. So um, other than that, we could really use the support. So go ahead and check it out. And uh, there will be some behind the scenes stuff coming this week, I promise. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for playing tonight. Uh, this was really fun. And we'll talk soon. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice. And be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers.